Good morning, guys. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. And I am here today to talk to you about something that I am super passionate about. Um, I have been purposefully seeking to hear the voice of God, to sense the Holy Spirit in my life for the past 20 plus years. Little did I know that the way the Lord began that journey for me would be one of the very things I use right now so critically in my ministry, soldoutministries.com. If you haven't checked out that website, go check it out. It's S-O-U-L-E-D, Sold Out Ministries, where we just journey alongside you to help you break the chains that bind your abilities and your belief systems so that you can live your God-ordained destiny. Um, you know, some of us are living a destiny right now, but it's not exactly the destiny God ordained for us and somewhere along the way um, it got off track and somewhere along the way we heard outside voices pushing and prodding for us to go down a path that we were never intended to go down there is a path a journey a destiny that God has for you. And can I tell you this, no matter how far off track the world has gotten you or man has gotten you or the enemy has gotten you, God is gracious and he will redirect your path if you will just seek him. And the other cool thing that God can do, he can make up for every single ounce of lost time that you think that you have suffered. The Lord can come and restore all the years that the locust has eaten up. And he is a restorer of all things. He can bring life into something that is completely dead. So do not lose hope, my friend. God is a God that will keep you, move you, adjust you into that destiny purpose he has for you. If indeed you will seek him. Seek him and you will find him well over 20 times in the New Testament. It tells us to seek, to knock, to ask. It's a command to go after the things of God. And, you know, we have this uh, sign up problem in Christianity. You know, we sign up for the for the calling. We receive our salvation and then we get on with our lives. That's not what God intended when he draws us into him to redeem our lives from sin and to give us eternal life, he intends at that point to turn for us to re- for us to repent and then to begin to live this life that he has sketched out for us. And the only way that we can really truly know that life is to begin to seek him and hear his voice and sense the moving and adjusting of the Holy Spirit. Let me be clear that when I say hearing the voice of God, most of the time that means that I am entertaining thoughts and they are not my own. I am clear that what I'm hearing in my thought processes is not Amy's voice, but it's the voice of wisdom. Proverbs 8 I love Proverbs 8. It talks about how we are to seek wisdom, that wisdom has been with us since the beginning of time. I'm getting my papers all ruffled up here. Let me just read it to you. And it says, does not wisdom call out? 
Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way where the paths meet, she takes her stand to all people I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. And then wisdom goes on to say, you who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. It goes on to say that we should fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Wisdom says, I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, perverse speech, counsel and sound judgment are mine. Do you need some counsel today? Do you need some wise judgment on your choices and your decisions? Can I tell you that God wants to speak into every detail of your life? At the end of Proverbs 8, it says, Blessed are those who listen to me, wisdom, God's voice, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway for those who find me, find life, and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. Those are some powerful words about seeking wisdom. So what I want to start here today is a three-part series on seeking to hear the voice of the Lord in everyday matters to discern, to learn to discern the Holy Spirit's promptings and counsel and discipline and all of those things, because it is available to every single Christian. And I, I will blame this on Rick Warren. He said this. I didn't. <laughs> but he said, the problem is we're not tuned in. If you're not hearing from God, it's because you are not tuned in because God's speaking. Rick Warren goes on to say that God is way, way more willing to speak than we are to listen. And that's the facts. And so out of love and transparency, I want to say to you today that not having time is no longer an excuse because indeed I have lived both ways. So I'm speaking out of experience to say that the excuse of not having time to sit with the Lord and read God's word and listen for crying out loud for what wisdom might say to me in my life, in my daily life, in how I mother, as, in how I am a wife to my husband, in uh, how I run my ministry, and what I'm supposed to say on the radio, how I'm supposed to handle a uh, conflict that comes up that I'm not expecting to come up. Um, this is what sitting with God and listening to his voice does for you. It shores you up on every side and it makes you become someone and something to yourself and to your world that you literally completely cannot do on your own. We can live by sheer force and sheer will only so long because I did that too. And at some point that's going to fail us because we are infallible. I'm sorry. We are fallible man. We serve an infallible God. And so the God that I'm seeking, seeking his voice, his wisdom, the prompting of the Holy Spirit, he's infallible. And since I have accepted that I am a sinner, I fall short, then I've got to trust on somebody and something that is a higher power 
to my thoughts and my ways and my decisions and my reactions as life unexpectedly comes my way. We're going to run to break, guys, and then we're going to jump into um, how I began to hear specifically from the Lord in my walk. Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused on You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back. This is Amy Mills here, and I am talking about the fact that every Christian can learn to discern the voice of the Lord, the promptings of the Holy Spirit. I also believe every Christian can live free and not fractured, which is my entire focus of Sold Out Ministries. If you are living as a Christian and you are fractured and you are not free, then there is more for you to um, seek. There is more. There is more is, is, is what I'll say to that. We do a lot of incredible things through Sold Out Ministries, including Redemption Weekend, which is coming up this August, and where we bring you in for an intensive weekend to just get rid of some of the things, the roadblocks, the strongholds that are keeping you back from the life you know you're supposed to be living. And um, one of these things, you know, there are some blockages from to, to hear the voice of the Lord. And and please, let me say this is a sidebar um, in the fine print at the bottom of the page is that God can speak to you anytime, anywhere, any place, anyhow, any, any God is God and God can do what he wants to do. But I'm talking about generalities of us walking out this life as Christians um, seeking diligently the voice of the Lord. And what does that look like? And so um, delivering a, a kind of message like this gets into some shady territory because I don't want you to hear that it's a do and a don't and a could and a should because that's not the case. All right. But at some point, we've got to have a launch place, right? So some biblical processes are, are, I guess, just a mature way to get started as we're seeking to learn to discern. And then the only other thing I can do is share with you my experiences with this and the experiences of others that are very near and dear to me that I trust their Christian walk. And I can share their stories with you as well. But every single one of you listening today can hear the voice of the Lord. Listen, um, I began to seek the Lord after I had made a complete and total disaster of my life. And many of you know my story. On a milestone birthday, um, I walked outside to run, as I so often did, early in the morning before work. And I stood in the middle of that street, and I said, Lord, um, I made a disaster um, of my life. The last 10 years of my life have been a train wreck. I've tried to do it all my way, and it is not working. Lord... I give you the next 10 years of my life. And whoever does the better job of the two 10 years, the two 10-year periods, can have the rest of my life. Now, at this point, you know, God's trying to pick himself up off the floor with this deal I'm making. But let me tell you that um, there was a moment of me becoming sold out. At that moment, there was a level of surrender 
that happened in my life that had not happened when I said the sinner's prayer at the age of nine when I became a Christian and received God as my Savior. The difference was I did not make him Lord of my life. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you said the sinner's prayer. You received Christ into your life. You, your sins were forgiven, and you um, received the free gift of salvation, but you walked on not making him Lord of your life. There is a point that we have to circle back around and recommit ourselves and resurrender. Did I lose my salvation? No, I don't believe that. That's not what I believe doctrinally. But I do believe that I lost connection with the God I said I was going to serve. And God can only do so much. We're not robots. And so God so gently and lovingly drew me back to his heart And I became on fire for God. I went into a season of radical transformation because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and I was done. I drew a line in the sand and I said, no matter, no matter, no matter, I'm getting free. I'm seeking my freedom in every single part of my life. And I don't care what it takes. I don't care what man says. I don't care what people think about me. I'm sick of living with this darkness in my life, a void and a hole in my heart. And always trying to claw my way back up to um, a life that was not rid with guilt and shame and self-persecution and um, sex and drugs and alcohol and just all the things that had infiltrated my life at different times. I tell you that story for you to understand. Number one, there was a sense of surrender. And as we began to truly purposefully seek the voice of God, there has to be a level of surrender. We lay down part of ourself so that we can make room for him. We lay down some habits, some thought processes. There's a level of surrender So that we make room to hear the voice of the Lord clearly, without a shadow of a doubt, knowing that we are communicating. And can I share with you a light bulb moment? That's what Christianity is all about. Christianity is about a relationship. It is about reconciliation to the Father. If you've become a Christian, quote unquote, and you do not have a relationship with the Father, there's something messed up big time. Because Salvation after salvation, the rest of that walk is to to be reconciled to the Father on a daily basis, and that has to have commune. There has to be a communion going on. There has to be you know, a back and forth. I talk, he talks, he talks, I talk. I step, he steps. It is a linking together with God the Father and now the Holy Spirit, which is what was left when Jesus left. He left the Holy Spirit. And so that's what we're linked to. So this surrender leads you to a place of creating a space that now you have clarity for what is and what is not the voice of the Lord. Does that make sense? You've got to get out of your head space and into your spirit space. And that's indeed what I began to do. Now, the story goes that um, as this happened in my life, The Lord so cleverly orchestrated it to where I was going to be working at home for a while out of my house. I had um, just birthed a business development firm and I was working from home for that year. 
And every morning I would sit at the kitchen table and the Lord would begin to cleanse and purify the cobwebs in my life and in my heart and my soul and my perspective in my spirit. It was a deep, deep cleansing and a development of a relationship that would radically transform who I was from the inside out. And during that year, that is the year that I learned to hear the voice of the Lord. I was in a place of surrender. I was in a place of purpose. I was focused and I had made the decision because God had shared with me that I no longer serve everything that man thinks about me, but only what God thinks about me and says about me. And I totally and completely went for it. When we come back from break, I'm going to tell you what happened at the kitchen table. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Would you like to know more about Amy and sold out ministries? You're invited to visit amymillslive.com to find out about events, read the latest blog, view photos and videos of the show, and download all shows as podcasts to take with you each week. If Amy's Freedom Message resonates with you, then enroll now in Redemption Academy, a three-semester online academy where you learn how to gain maximum freedom and live your destiny. Go to amymillslive.com. Welcome back. This is Amy, and we are going to have a little journey here together for probably um, the next two shows and podcasts. As you guys know, I podcast all of these shows at amymillslive.com. You can also get to that through spirit1059.com and uh, just take it with you. I don't want to rush through this. I, I feel like this is so incredibly important. And I feel like that through all of these experiences and bringing you some processes, bringing you some scripture that is just unbelievable once you really try to look, when you really start dissecting some scripture that we are given about um, people hearing the voice of the Lord and God speaking to people in the Bible and how they reacted, what they heard, um, the state that they were in when they heard the voice of the Lord, the impact that it made. It's just, there's some really incredible scripture that I want to share. But more than that, I just want to make sure that you get every piece of the puzzle possible because you totally and completely can live a life where you are sensing the Holy Spirit talking to you, moving you, stopping you, starting you, delaying you, um, closing your mouth. <laughs> um, you know, these things where we, I used to call it when, when I first got a hold of, a, of this, I would say, I know that I know that I know. And, and that's what happens when you believe that you have this healthy communication life with with God is that you start to have this confidence in your decision making and your behavior that you're saying, I know that I know that I know this. And you can say it and say, I know that's not what it looks like. I know that's not what the world says. I know that's what not all of you in this room think. But in my spirit, in my heart, I know that I know that I know. And it's that's when you start to realize that you've got this rock solid um, communication life to stand on 
And look, we cannot get legalistic about this. Please do not get legalistic about this. Please do not think it has to be perfect. Think, please don't think it has to be look the same every day or you have failed. This is not another thing to set up in your life to become legalistic about or to judge your own self by. It, no, this is to bring complete freedom. Don't let the enemy be talking to you in your ear about negative legalistic uh, judgment stuff when you start a process to hear the voice of the Lord, because that's what's going to happen. And then as we go through this series, don't also listen to the voice, please, until we get through the series. Do not listen to the voice that's telling you the entire time I'm talking. Well, that sounds great, but I don't have time for that. That would be just great if I had time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't have time. That's what you're going to hear. That is the voice. So we cancel and rebuke that in the name of Jesus, that we're going to hear the voice of the good shepherd. We are going to hear the voice of the Lord when it comes to this. How many of you out there believe at some point that you've heard from the Lord? There's a lot of you. Um, I guess the next thing I would ask is, has anyone ever doubted what they heard? Yes, we do. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some great tips to help you stop doubting what you hear. Um, how about some of you out there maybe that have been, a, you're accustomed, you're accustomed to hearing the Lord speak, but you're just in a dry season. I mean, like God, God closed up shop. He is closed for business as, as far as you're concerned. That is a horrible place to be in. I've been there too. And we're going to talk about that. I want to share simple moments the Lord has spoken. I want to share outstanding things that God has spoken that I knew as soon as it happened, it was a universal message for not just me, but for you as well. When we start talking about hearing the voice of the Lord, we are going from milk to solid food. We got to grow up. We're not babies anymore. We do probably need to go back to the innocence of a child and get all that muck out and all the cobwebs. They're distorting his voice and distorting your thought processes that are you really hearing? Can you really hear from the voice of the Lord? So, so let's um, think about this. Um, the Bible says this a lot. And, and let me just reassure you guys, the longer you walk, um, the easier it is to know his voice. But there's nothing more important than distinguishing God's voice in your life. He says, my sheep hear my voice. John eight forty seven. he who belongs to God hears what God says. This protects you. This is a key to a productive life. John ten twenty seven. my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they know me. John ten three. and the sheep listen to his voice. Sometimes I believe that also we... Um, the messages that we're hearing that maybe we blame that, well, that didn't work for me. It might work for her, but it didn't work for me. I really want us to check um, the soil that these messages are falling upon. You know, there's a parable in the Bible and it talks about different types of soil that a message can fall upon, and it gives us to the degree that we're going to be able to take that message and do something with it in our lives. We've got to do a hard check on the soil. Some of us are going to hear, and we're not even going to understand it, and the enemy's going to come and snatch it away. Some of us are going to hear testimony. It's going to fall upon rocky places, 
We're going to receive it with joy, but there's just no root. So it's short lived. It's going to go. Some of these messages are going to fall upon thorns and the worries of life. The deceitfulness of the world are going to choke out the fruitfulness of this message and other messages that you hear. But then there's a good soil that the message falls upon. It is the soil that hears and understands and takes it to produce a crop yielding 160 and 30 times what was sown from the message. That is the soil that we want to hear every message that God um, uh, disperses to us, disperses to us, whether it's a podcast, whether it is a uh, pastor in a church, whether it is a YouTube video that you're watching. You know, it may not be that these messages are not working for you. It may be that the soil it's falling on is not producing a crop. So we got to go tend the soil. This fourth soil is the soil that was tended well. It was taken care of. It was prepared to receive the seed. So I want to ask you today in general, Are you prepared to receive the seed? Do you know that's one reason that we need to seek ultimate freedom? Because all of these bondages and strongholds and roadblocks that we allow in our lives, we allow them to stay, will come and steal every single one of these messages. Those roadblocks become um, the uh, poisoning of the soil, if you will. Joyce Meyer says everybody can be led by the Holy Spirit. It takes some confidence, some courage. It's a little scary until you you get used to it. But she says, get in the word, get in your head that you're believing God wants to speak to you. Learn to be led, learn to discern. She goes on to say, do the search, spend the time, learn, fail, correct, and go again. And so that's what this journey is going to look like as you determine that you are really going to put some processes into place to hear the voice of the Lord. So I want to kind of go into closing with this. The serpent knows that one word from God can alter your life forever versus 10,000 words that you would seek outside of him. So there is a great force disrupting you from hearing the voice of the Lord or sensing the Holy, Holy Spirit or seeing visions Um, You know, it comes in many different ways. Sometimes we see things and it's what the Lord is showing us or we can hear or we can sense. And so that's what we're going to go through um, next week. And it's going to be a powerful message. I don't want you to miss it. But there is a prerequisite as we go into closing. You have got to believe that God cares about every detail of your life. We believe that we're supposed to spend time with God We know we're supposed to spend time with God, but it may not be that we have a belief system in place. So that's where I'm going to start next week. For now, I want you to start praying about this because you can hear the voice of the Lord. This has been Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show.